Hi, and thank you for joining us at Tycor Title Tuesdays at 2. I'm your host, Ryan Pulliam. Well, end of the year always calls for transitions in our state association. That's no different. So with the transition of leadership, I'm extremely excited to to, to, to welcome a man who truly needs no introduction, but he's the past president of the Nevada Realtors, and he just handed it over. He just handed over the baton yeah. on Friday. So this not, is not one shot was fired. Not one shot was fired. Well, good deal. That's a peaceful transition. So Keith Lynham, who is our, uh, our the, the immediate past president of the Nevada Realtors, is joining us today to talk a little bit about his tenure and what he saw the, in the last year in his leadership role. So Keith, thanks so much for joining us at Tycor Title Tuesdays at two. Pleasure to be here. Big fan, big fan of Ryan, so it's uh, wow. it's all good. Well, thanks. So much. Obviously, he's a big fan of the show. That's why he went ahead and wore the That's UNLV right. uh, the UNLV T-shirt. So, Keith, you know, I'm obviously a huge fan of you as well. That is definitely reciprocal. But um, some of the audience may not know who you are, so would you mind just maybe introducing yourself to the audience and maybe explain a little bit about how you got into real estate? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's been here for about 30, not about 30 years. I've been here 30 years. I came from a small western town in western Montana. Um, did politics for a good number of years and, and uh, um, started to help uh, with the uh, transition for the government affairs program at the local level here. Um, they became the, the state program for the realtors. And uh, it was in 2004, and, and I can say this now because I am one of them, but I started looking around and I said, if some of these idiots can make this kind of money in real estate, <laughs> I'm a bigger idiot than these guys, so I can jump in. So 2004, I got my license, and, and here we are. That's awesome. I don't think you're going to hear any of our audience um, argue that point <laughs> whatsoever. But So as the, as the president of the Nevada Association, or of Nevada Realtors, why did you feel it was so important? You know, you kind of came from that background. Why did you think it was so important to get involved in the uh, association? Both of I mean, you've had history on, on the local level and then also on the state level. Yeah, it was, it was in 2000 and, and probably 12, uh, Jack Woodcock, uh, who's uh, one of the founding members of real estate here in Las Vegas and, and just has done so much for, for our industry, um, and I were, were talking, discussing, arguing, yelling at each other as we, as we do in, in some of the political stuff, and he finally just said, in order to change some of the things, you need to get involved in the association from the, from the elected position. So. So I, I ran for the board, and, and uh, you know, and here we are, almost a decade later, and, and uh, um, just now uh, cr I've crossed the bridge over, and I'm looking back to seeing all the people that are coming back behind us, and. I'm pretty proud of what we've done. And, Absolutely. Uh, we've done a lot of great things. Well, it's been awesome to see your leadership role just because, uh, as I said at the beginning, I, I am a big fan of you. And to be able to see kind of what you've done and what you've been able to bring to the to every position you've held has been uh, really remarkable. But as things kind of change, as everything does, you've seen over the last, you know, uh, what, you said 2004, so I'm not a math guy, yeah. but was that, about 16 years? Well, 15, yeah. 15 years. Um, obviously, technology has become a, a large player in our game, and now that the consumer has access, what are, uh, you know, what are the associations, both maybe the, the local associations, the state and the national associations, what are they doing to bring value to their members, meaning the realtors that stand underneath them? Because you don't want it to be a point where much like Kleenex and tissue and Q-tip with cotton swab and chapstick with lip balm, where that word is just kind of synonymous with anybody who sells real estate. What what are the associations doing to make sure that realtors um, have value to provide to their consumers? You know, that's actually, you know, it's a complicated question and complicated answer uh, because the, the association is not set up and people need to hear what I'm going to about to say. Yeah. We're not set up to make their business easier. We're here to advocate on behalf of homeowners, 
and private property rights. That, that's why the association exists. It's not to combat all these other things. And that gets twisted a lot of times. Right. Uh, you don't believe me, go on to Facebook and, and, <laughs> and bring up Zillow and, and see everybody lose their mind. Right. Having said that, though, um, the industry and the associations need to recognize that technology has, has changed. Um, it, we no longer um, have job, as an example, we no longer go out and find homes for buyers. They're coming to us with the homes. And so we need to make sure that we advocate on behalf of those buyers, that we, that we have an open and transition for, or transaction and, and that's where the association needs to come in. We've, we've closed this transaction off for so long. Um, the, I know that, for, for an instance, we can go down to a car dealership right now. We can leave here at 2.15 and by 3 o'clock drive off the lot with a $100,000 car. You can't do that with a condo. Right. There's no way you can go and buy it. Even cash, we couldn't buy it. But the finance... Is going to be tough, so that's changed absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, and you and you brought up Zillow, and uh, late last year, I think it was November of last year, the 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 local the, the Greater Las Vegas Association of Realtors, for one reason or another, maybe it was you know they couldn't come to a, an agreement with a couple of the, the the syndicating sites, and Zillow being one of them, and so they kind of made a stand and say, you know what, we're not gonna uh, we're not gonna syndicate our listings to Zillow, and that lasted a you know a, a number of days. Um, I know that was kind of a, a big front. You brought it up on Facebook that. People sometimes think Zillow's the big bad monster in the room, but was that kind of a David being defeated by Goliath moment? And do you think that that was a turning point of how information is going to be consumed by or uh, or, or um, will, will, how that information will impact the real estate community with that kind of falling on its on the wayside? Short answer: No. No. Uh, and I'm not. I, I don't know what happened this time. Uh -huh. I will address what happened when I was president. Actually, when I was president elect, when we set the the format of of when we when we syndicate, here's what the here's what the platform here's what the contract is going to be. I will say Zillow is the first one to agree to that, um, and so we had a, a just a, a blueprint of here's the marching orders. Uh, but there's there's the other side of that, that that a lot of people lose their mind over because they don't understand that even if we cut and we can't cut anything, it's up to the broker right. to decide where their information goes. We don't do any of that. We're a floodgate. We're like the bottom of the, the Hoover Dam. We open and we close. That's all we do. The brokers are the ones. The only thing that impacts with a few brokers of the onesies and twosies that don't have an agreement with these platforms. So it didn't do anything to anybody. But there's a lot of people out there that make themselves famous, themselves famous, um, because they're going to be the Zillow killer. Right. At the end of the day, it didn't impact anything. Yeah. All these guys, if, you, if, if we wanted to shut Zillow off tomorrow, then you got to go to and I'll name, you know, just because of the big ones, the Coldwells, the Keller Williams, the Berkshires, uh, the Rheology. If you cut those guys, if they wanted to cut Zillow off, they could do it tomorrow. But as you said earlier, I mean, the, the association's duty is to advocate for the consumer and property owner's rights. Yeah, so is that, I mean, for fiduciary duty-wise, is that the best one? We know that the, the, the consumer is comfortable going on to Zillow and, and, and looking for properties. So it is. It's kind of a double-edged sword of of where we are in our market right exactly. now. Exactly. We can't dictate to brokers what they can do. Mm -hmm. It's a legal format to do it. So if they want to do it, they can. And at the end of the day, the consumer will. And there have been uh, brokers that have shut off to Zillow. Mm -hmm. and, and it's lasted a week. <laughs> and they've come back and said, you know what? All right. Yeah. $100 million plus a month go to Zillow. Mm -hmm. That isn't going to change. And there was nothing we could have done, 
could do now or could have done 10 years ago to change that. Right, just the nature of the piece. It is what it is. So kind of pivoting, uh, you brought up uh, in the beginning, you got your your, your start in politics. I, I, I have a degree in political science from the University yeah. of Nevada, Las Vegas myself. So I was always very interested in that aspect of it and, and, and your role. What did, you know, as, as president, what was your biggest role in advocating in Carson City and the legislative process through Nevada to make sure that, that the, the members at large, property owners and consumers were all protected? Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Throughout my career, I, I, I was a legislative chairman in 2009 and 2013, which were uh, the, the 2009 session was the worst real estate crash in, in frankly, the history. Right. Uh, but certainly in Nevada. And we were at the you know, epicenter of, of mm-hmm. the whole thing for the country. So I was 2009. That short was sales, foreclosures. AB 284, is that what that was? AB 284 was the, the year before. And, and uh um, we cleaned that up a little bit, mm-hmm. and, and it was everything was just piling on. And then 2013, of course, was the rebound. That's when everything was flying high. So I was glad just to have a normal session that right. we could go in there and um, as president. And so, um, but what I'm most proud of is certainly the the raising of the bar that we did with with our legislation last year to raise um, pre licensing, uh, current education, um, broker. Um, put in some, uh, not apprenticeship uh, rules in there, but for newer agents to be in there, we raised the level of, of uh, the standard for our industry. And I think I think that's one thing that may be lost because I think the you know the the, the landlord tenant bill got a, a majority of the, um, the the publicity. But I do think as 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 you and I have been in this town a long time and dealing with real estate agents a long time, you know, raising that bar and make sure they are hey we're a profession. It's something it's something to be proud of to wear that R on your lapel and and have it there and to know that when you go and you sit across from a, a homeowner or a, somebody who wants to purchase a property, that they have that, the, the knowledge and the experience to really truly you know, represent them to the best of the ability. So I do think that that was one of the things that was awesome in this last uh, legislative process. One of our sales executives, Sandra Hadegi, is um, obviously an assemblywoman. We love and, Sandra. Yeah. We love assemblywoman Hadegi. <laughs> yeah, she, and um, she You was, can tell because I actually know how to pronounce the that's name. Exactly, so, that's exactly. exactly it. So I know she was really, really proud of that. So you kind of talk about what you're proud of legislative-wise. Over the past year, you know, taking a step back, now that you've had, you know, three days to decompress, um, what were you most proud of during your tenure as the, uh, uh, the the president of Nevada Realtors, yeah, you know, a couple of things. You know, one is is just the the steadfast of we're keeping the ship in the same direction and we're all rolling the, in the same in the same direction. Um, but specifically, uh, Saturday uh, we had a, a build the, what matters, um, build something that matters a workshop, and it was for teens. Um, some of the realtors would love to bring their kids to these events that we go to, but they don't have anything to do with the kids, so. I said, let's let's do something, and, and we brought in uh, one of our consultants that does uh, leadership, and he uh, had the you know, Build Something That Matters workshop, and I was so impressed. The question is, is that, in essence, was if you could fix one thing in the world, what would it be? Uh-huh. And and the breadth from these kids were just amazing. They were all 11 to, to high school kids, and you had cultural divide. Homelessness was in there, but um, you know, people not being able to hear, and, and or just, I want to talk to somebody, and and uh, foundation for adoption, um, legal inequities, wow. you know, being able to have access and all that. So extremely proud of how that came out. But then finally, of what's next, I'm always about what's next. Mm-hmm. And that is our legislative efforts, a lot of it because of what happened with the landlord-tenant. Um, and we're gonna get realtors uh, um, out there. We just approved two new more packs, and, and this is important. Um, people need to hear this. 
um, we are going to have uh, in excess of $2 million that we're going to put into our campaigns for realtors and realtor adv advocates and, and homeownership advocates out there. Um, we're going to be heard. That's awesome because it is, it's a one of, if not the largest trade associations in, in the state, right? Or at least in Las Vegas. Absolutely. Yeah. We represent both sides of this argument. Um, I'm tired of being um, pillaged by those that don't want to hear anything other than what their own voices are saying in their head. <laughs> right. And there's a sect of that, of, of the caucus uh, that was up there that uh, not on the assembly side, I will say, so mm -hmm. we can whittle it down to the other, right? Uh, about what they just wanted to hear themselves and make themselves into the, the good persons. And, and uh, we're here to say there's two sides to the story. That's awesome. So I'm proud well, of that. Sounds like you, you, you left it and you passed that torch to our good friend Chris Bishop on, on a, a strong foundation. But also, you know, there's obviously two sides of, uh, of every coin. What, looking back, could you wish you had done differently? Or was there something you kind of swung and you missed on? Or is there any, not regrets, but just looking back over your, over your tenure, was there anything that you wish you could have done a little bit differently? Or maybe paid a little bit more attention to? You know, there, there really isn't. I, I'm not built that way anyway. It's always about what's next. Um, you know, the, the, sure, there, there are there relationships that I would like to have taken back. Um, there, there's a lot of times people come up to me, and, and I won't say it because uh, it's, it's a family show, but um, <laughs> they'll say, you know, I always thought you were a fill in the blank. Yeah. And, um, and so maybe there is, but then at the same time, if I'm like that, maybe I don't get things done like I would. So I got my own personality and, and, and everything else. So I don't know if that's going to change. Um, so, you know, there's there's not, you know, other than, you know, me not making a bowl for six years. I don't yeah. think of anything I can't I know. regret we, for that. We, I definitely regret that as well. <laughs> there's there's a quote that I love. I have it in my office and it it, uh, it reads, um, if you want to make everybody happy, don't be a leader, sell ice yeah. cream. And exactly. that's, I mean, yeah. realistically, that's that's what it is. Exactly. If you're going to be a leader, you can't always make everybody happy. So, exactly. Um, yeah, and, and, and speaking of, of leaders, there may be some folks in the audience right now who said, you know, I, I'd love to get involved. I want to be a leader. I want to step up. I want to put my yes on the table to make sure that our voices are heard. So if, if there's some folks out there who may be sitting back saying, I want to do this, but I don't know what my next step is, what advice would you give um, an up-and-coming realtor, somebody who may be a seasoned realtor who finally does want to get involved, what do you think that first step looks like? Yeah, first take it. You know, find what you're passionate about. And it doesn't have to be, you know, my, my passion was the political realm. And so I got involved in it from that standpoint. Um, but there's a lot of great communities there. There's the, the YPN, there's Trends, there's um, the community outreach, there's there's property management, there's all kinds of avenues that we have in an association. Uh, we've got all the auxiliaries, you know, the Women's uh, women's Council, the Asian groups, the, all of those groups. Find your passion and, and get involved and start to, to get involved in your association and, and uh, um, and then drive that to where it's where it's at. You don't always have to be present in the association to make mm -hmm. it. In fact, some of you may not want to because it takes up a considerable amount of time. So yeah, well, you was, find your passion. It was very nice. I saw that you posted on Facebook. You're kind of your farewell. You thanked your daughter for kind of allowing yeah. uh, allowing her to share a little bit of the time with the real real uh, real estate population in Nevada. So I'm I'm assuming that's it'll be nice for you to spend a little bit more time with her Absolutely. now that yeah. the torch has been passed. So that's my what's next. Awesome, Keith. Well, I really appreciate you coming on. Thanks so much for joining us at Tyco Title Tuesdays at 2. It's been an absolute pleasure having you. It's been an absolute pleasure watching your leadership over the last number of years. And I just want to say thank you from our side of it on the title and escrow side, just because we know that you're a huge advocate of the industry at large. So thanks thank so much. Thank Absolutely. you. Go Rebs. Go, go Rebels. Well, that will do it for this week's episode of Tyco Title Tuesdays at 2. I want to thank our producer, Rick Manning at Rigel Studios. We will see you next week. But until then, we'll continue to be the most resourceful people in town.